Hello and welcome back to another episode of Quarantine with Josie and now Mac as well. Uh, who are we? <laughs> I'm sorry. The intros um are tough because I'm so used to saying with Josie and and then Mac is just right there. Um, but now it's with Josie and Mac, whom I'm about to call because we're not um quarantining together right now. Um, so yeah, it's a weird adjustment, but we're calling him up. <laughs> and I mean, it also has a little to do with the fact that when I play that intro music, if I'm on FaceTime with Mac, it's very quiet and it doesn't sound very good. So I find that it makes more sense to put on um to put on the music and then call Mac. Hi Mac. Hello. <laughs> All right. So um welcome. You know, back to the episode. It okay. is Thursday, April 15th. Mm, 16th? 16th. 16th. Guys, I know I mess up the date every day because I seriously you lose track of time. Who knows what day it like, is anymore? Hey, you got Thursday. I know. I got Thursday, right? Like, if it weren't for school, like, and having some sort of structure, I would... It's like... I mean, I guess it's like summer, kind of. But even then, you have, like, work and stuff. It's like... <laughs> and you leave the yeah, house. No, this, is, this is the most... Lo- like, during the summer, I have, like, a set work schedule, so I know what day it is. But, like, this reminds me of summertime before I had a job. When I just, yeah. No, you just, like, live life. Exactly. Um, all right, so we're going to start with an update. We can start with some good news about Tumadra. Oh, yes, my mother uh, test came back negative, so... No Yay, she doesn't have the coronavirus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's awesome. So that is good news for her, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of updates, um, it is, you know, it does all... In a certain sense, like, there's nothing comp- uh, that I've heard that's, like, uh, rivetingly new. Um, but I say this every day, you know. Every every day we don't like to read off the number of deaths. And we don't like to say, like, this many people. Because it just, it's repetitive, but it's also, you know, it's a lot to hear every single day. So we don't have that. We're not going to tell you that today unless Max prepared. No, but I do have something for the Newport update. Um, I don't know if it was from today or yesterday, but uh, Gina talked about, like, events in Newport this summer. Oh, like, yeah, I heard that today. Something. And or Folk Fest and stuff, and she basically said... Very like, unlikely. She hasn't talked or really thought about it, but she doesn't really see any way that those type of events yeah. will be, happen at, like, the capacity... They have been. She said, like, she expects us to have some sort of social distancing in order for, like, multiple months. Yeah, I heard that. Like, uh, guys, if you ever um, are interested in getting, like, we do, like, this, like, the subpar amount. Like, it's not, we give, like, very minimal news. Um, You know, we give the important stuff, but not everything. If you ever, like, are interested in what's going on in Rhode Island, and I'm sure this is true in other states and countries, like... There are scheduled conferences every single day if you turn on the radio. Um, I hear them, like, all the time because we just have our radio on. And it is, like, just listening to it is very interesting, and it's a good way to get informed um, about your local news. So I encourage you to do that. 
Yeah, and like that wasn't like the Gina, like the events kind of assumed that was going to happen. But, yeah, but uh, just hearing it, it was like hearing it's really just like ah, bummer. It's bummer. No folk fest. First year getting tickets, but oh well. Um, distancing for the whole summer. Yeah, I know it's such a bummer, but whatever. Did we ever talk thing pool we did with our family? Oh no, we didn't. You can talk about yeah. That. So my family, we did this thing where we all pick dates when we think life will get back to normal. I think we had about like twenty something people, like and it's required. Normal meaning all non-essential stores are open, dine-in restaurants are open. Um, it's pretty much just normal, as in there's nothing. There's not no like bands, really. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you guess like the date when that will happen in Rhode Island. And we all, I think we're all going to be wrong. Like someone had like September or something. That might be right. That was Jamal. <laughs> Jamal did September 1st. Which, all- I said June 24th. Wishful thinking. Jul- July 1st, but. And honestly, I think they do it after um, 4th of July because they yeah, would want to avoid it. They do it on like a, you know, weekend that's like not. You know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't be busy or anything. Yeah, but any weekend they do it, it's going to be insane. I mean, they're going to... I feel like people will still be precautious. There will be people who are like, yeah, this means that, you know, people who are, like, naive and think that just because they say it means everything's okay. (laughs) But I feel like a lot of people are going to... Like, I can't see myself, like, rushing out and hugging all my friends. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's going to be weird. Very weird. Um, anyways, let's move (laughs) forward. So, I was... Scrolling through the New York Times, um, and they do live updates uh, with lots of news stories that are, a lot of them very sad to do with the coronavirus, but very interesting. Um, And the uh, top, like the title for this article is, that I found quite interesting, the latest in science, obesity looks like a big risk factor, but not asthma. So, um... Well, that's good to hear from me. <laughs> and it says, early research on underlying health conditions associated with coronavirus has highlighted that obesity appears to be one of the most important predictors of severe um, illness, but asthma does not. Which I have heard so many things that it's like asthma, which I'm sure, I mean, if you have any sort of underlying health condition, you should be extra precautious. But that is interesting. It just shows us that, like, with every new, like, we really know nothing about this disease, and that's what makes it kind of so scary. Yeah, I just kind of assumed asthma because, like, lungs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Do you have asthma? Yeah, I I don't really have, I don't have it bad at all. I I didn't know that. I used to have it bad when I was growing up. When you were growing up and you only had one eye and... (laughs) Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it, I don't know, it kind of went away. I haven't really thought about it until coronavirus came along, and I was like, oh, I kind of have asthma. <laughs> but one of my roommates at school has it really badly, so. That's scary. Yeah. Is he home? Yeah. That's good. All right, and um, one other thing I wanted to mention that I was looking through the newspapers today at my house, and... Um, I noticed, like, the covers of the Boston Globe had a bunch of obituaries, and they're kind of doing this thing where they're doing, like, obituaries um, for all the people who have passed away from coronavirus in the Boston Globe, Um, all the people who have passed away in Massachusetts. And, I mean, 
just seeing like the faces of the people and like kind of reading like who they were and they all had families, you know, it kind of makes it even more real. Um, and I think the idea of it sort of was to be like, we're trying to make it so like these people aren't remembered for the what they died from. They remembered for like how they lived. Um, so I thought that was. That's also a nice touch because like we can't really have funerals. So now yeah. they have like like funeral the, yeah mm-hmm. yeah like, no that know. is really really a tough thing i was listening to a podcast and someone said that they had to attend a funeral via zoom and it's it really is such a bummer because one of the things that makes like i mean death is never easy but one of the things that makes it like a little bit easier is getting together with your family and sort of being with everyone so it's certainly tough mac i think you're frozen um, it seems to me as though Mac is frozen. Can you hear me? Jeez, guys, technology. Well, anyways, uh, I think that's it for our update. So let's get right into the interview. All right. Hi, it's Josie here, and I am going to be um, interviewing my director today. And She's actually already here with me on FaceTime, so she's going to introduce herself. Hi. Um, yes, my name is Tara Nalfo, and I am the artistic director for Newport Children's Theater. And currently, I am directing our spring musical, Kiss Me Kate. All right. Nice. Okay, so first of all, um, just what, when did you find out that you were going to have to um, move the rehearsals to uh, virtual? Um, so we were, we were iffy, um, the weekend before St. Patrick's Day, Mm -hmm. and that was the last on, I think it was March 14th was the actual last rehearsal we had in the studio with, with social distancing, distancing in place Mm -hmm. in the studio. Um, and then the following Monday, um, everything was basically, um, called off shelter in place. Yeah. All yeah. right. So what, like, what has it been like having to adjust to doing things virtually and like, what are the benefits and then what are the things that like you don't like? Sure. Um, well, I enjoy the fact that, um, I get to really see everybody's progress one-on-one. So typically, in when you're directing a musical, um, the cast is large. And so there's a huge ensemble involved, which often can get lost in the process. So I find it um, encouraging and beneficial that I get to see each one of these actors bring forth what they're learning, see their progress every time we step on, because Zoom only allows, if you don't know, Zoom doesn't really allow for everyone to talk at once or sing at once. So we kind of have to do each musical line. Um, Our musical director will play the line of music first, and then we'll have to have each singer sing one at a time to hear if they know what they're doing. (laughs) So, so, um, so that's, it's, that's good in that sense. Um, Obviously the challenges are, um, are many when it comes to theater because of just the just the community um, aspect to what we do as actors and how important it is to support and rely on the people sharing that space and stage with you to tell a story. 
Um, I find we're now at a point where we've learned everything for the show. So this would be the part where we would really have to be together to collaborate together. Yeah. Um, so that's been, that's been a little frustrating. Um, so did, was there ever a point when you thought we should just not do the show? No. No, you knew the whole time that you were just going to keep. Yeah, I think it's for one, for a couple of reasons. One, um, one, I think it's good to always set goals for yourself and to always follow things through. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever that's going to end up looking like, I don't know if it's going to be a full-scale production. I don't know if it's going to be a concert version via, <laughs> you know, via online. Um But I'm also a hopeful, optimistic person. So I think you put the work in enough and you find ways to be really, I mean, artists are creative, right? So Mm -hmm. we find, we find, we find solutions. And um, so that's the first half of it. And then the second half of it is all of these kids that I just care so much about that I, it would be easy for me to say, oh, this is too much work and and wash my hands clean of it. And I think a lot of teachers feel the same way about their students, um, that they're they're so dedicated in helping them grow as people, grow as, for our case, artists. Um, And a lot of them, it's their last time doing a show with Newport Children's Theater. You for for one. Mm -hmm. We have, um, what, four senior girls this year. So so that's important, too. Mm Mm-hmm. So is that, I mean, I feel like that kind of answered the question, but, like, when you start to get, like, stressed or, like, lose hope right now, because I know a lot of people are feeling that way, like, what do you try to turn to and what do you try to think about? That's a hard one, but... That is, that, that actually really is a hard question because it's funny and it comes in waves. I think, you you know, we all feel it where it's, like, at times we get excited that, oh, this is actually working. We can meet online. Mm-hmm. They're, still, they're still learning something. And then there's moments where I'm watching you guys do do staging and you're both going, one person's going towards the left side of their screen and the other one's going to the right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like what, how is this ever going to come together? Um, and I think it's hard. My, my passion and what excites me when I teach you is that interaction in person where like I can do something and you can like, it's so hard to read things off our screen like like um but I think what keeps me going is that I I know that nothing is forever Mm -hmm. and um I think that we all have the desire to um to continue to do what we can with this show regardless of what it is I think we have that that's something about community and community always finds a way to work together to support each other and I think even if some of us in the group are slacking or feel I shouldn't say slacking but feel because that's not what I mean but feel like you know are feeling like oh like what's the point and because that's a natural thing to feel at this point mm-hmm. um I think they know that they have to do it for maybe you or they have to do it for me or and I think that's what makes a community really powerful is mm-hmm. that we sometimes don't want to do it for ourselves, but we need to do it for someone else. Yeah. Um, and just to finish off, like, why do you think during this time art, like just art in all forms is so important? Because um, I feel like right now more than ever, uh, 
like art is really important. And I know all these questions are on the spot. I know. Oh, so wow. Philosophical they're really hard. Um, wow. See, I wasn't prepped for this, Josie. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, no, I think that's a question for all time. I think ultimately, and I think it's why theater and art is so important because ultimately we're humans, you know, which, <clears throat> which separates us um, from an animal, from our dogs even, yeah. right? So it's like we, we think and we feel and we need each other. And um, it finds, you know, whether it's music or painting or reading poetry or theater, um, it, it fills that piece of our soul that um, allows us to exist in a way that's kind of untouchable. Mm -hmm. um, so it's regardless of like how much money you're getting paid or, you know, what tomorrow may bring health wise, um, the craziness of politics in the world. And we can sit down with a piece of classical music and somehow that allows us to be fulfilled and it's it's kind of unexplainable so it's hard mm -hmm. to answer that question yeah, no. no you did a great job so but yeah <laughs> um all right well thanks so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me um i love getting different perspectives on what's going on and this was a completely different one um so everybody we don't know when it's gonna be but <laughs> come see kiss me kate when it happens yay um thanks so much tara thank you josie bye, bye. Yeah, that was, uh, like I say after every interview I do, um, and like I just said to Tara, I love seeing the different perspectives that people bring, and I love looking at, you know, every dis different aspect of life right now, um, and I think that seeing and hearing from her, you know, why she decided to keep going, and why it was so important to... Um, why art is so important right now in so many people's lives. I think that was really great. So thanks, Tara. Hi, uh, welcome back. It was so nice of Tara um, to take that time out of her day for the interview. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, no, I actually listened to it and it was a great one. It was interesting um, to hear like the side of things. Uh, from trying to put together a play right now. Yeah, no, it's definitely hard work. Um, and speaking of the arts, I really wanted to talk about this concert that I heard about. Um, not obviously a real concert, but like a concert on TV. Um, and it's called, so I'm on globalcitizen.org. Um, and if you look up One World Together at Home, April 18th, they're doing, um, this is what it says, a global broadcast and digital, digital special to support frontline healthcare workers and the WHO. Um, and I think it sounds really cool. It's curated in collaboration with Lady Gaga, so I'm guessing she's maybe the host. Um, and appearances by, the list for appearances by literally is so long there is every artist you can ever think of on here um to name a few alicia keys um and i don't think it's just singing because amy poehler is a comedian right yeah and then there's um billy eilish uh casey musgraves is on here ellen degeneres so it's just i think a big like art almost like a fest art festival type thing um from your tv 
And it says, like, it shows things where you can watch it. ABC, Prime Video, BBC Music. It's April 18th. I believe it's at 8 o'clock, but I would say to check it. Yourself. So that's Saturday. Sa- yeah, this Saturday. Um, and it honestly looks like such an awesome thing. I think it's going to be similar to the one that they put on earlier that you had talked about. Um, yeah. But even more artists, because there are so many artists on this list. Yeah, um, I kind of thought something like this would happen, where like a yeah. bunch of big names got together. But it relates back to your interview, the question you asked like about arts being important. And that's why... like. Mm -hmm. artists and stuff like that because a lot of people can tune into this and like it's kind of like it connects us yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, it connects us and also i think they're using it as a great way to raise money for healthcare workers who definitely need the money so like if you have the means to do so um i think that it's a great cause to support maybe not necessarily this concert but just through like supporting local um healthcare who are like having shortages of supplies and faculty and all sorts of things they could definitely use money right now yeah i mean celebrities are uh stepping up like so like the all-in challenge i don't know if you've heard about that i think i have yeah like a bunch of celebrities are doing there's one um, like you can have lunch with tom brady right it's you fly he flies you down and you watch him play his first game in tampa bay and then you get his game worn jersey and go out to eat with him. Oh, and so it's whoever and, donates the most, and then all yeah, the money goes. The opening bid was fifty thousand dollars for that. But um, there's also like not all of them are like uh, big um, auction. Like some of them are, like a raffle. Like I bought ten tickets for ten dollars for to learn how to skateboard with Tony Hawk. That'd be cool. Where he, he flies you out and like. You and a friend, and you just get a skate lesson with Tony Hawk, and I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> and it all it, like it goes to a good, but so many people are doing it. like Kevin Hart. You, mm-hmm. the bid is to be have a speaking role in his next movie. Oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> awesome! And so many people are doing. And this stuff. goes to show, guys, like, um, you know, obviously it's really good to just donate, whether there's rewards or not. But like, if like, what a fun, like, what a way to make it, like, you get, like, a fun little bonus for it. Or, like, um, like buying raffle ticket makes it kind of feel like, hey, I might get some, like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And so I think it's so great that celebrities are coming together to do that. Because they have the money, like, Tom Brady flying you out um, doesn't, I mean, it doesn't cost anything for him in the grand scheme of things, really. Yeah. Um, and it's just so nice of him to just do that for the... Yeah, so just Google the All In Challenge. And, like, one of them is Justin Bieber comes to your house and sings One Last Lonely Girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's, like you, like, you can buy tickets for it. Like, for $100, you can get 200 entries. Like, yeah, that's insane. Um, that's going to raise so much money. I know, I mean, <laughs> it is. It's great. It's absolutely great um, that they're that they've come up with that. I think it's awesome. But to keep moving on, because we could talk about yes, this for a while. For <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had, I just wanted to shout out uh, today. I had, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Amano's Pizza. Yep, Amano. My mom and I went to the pizza truck uh, over at Kings Park. And on Thursdays, $2 from every pizza goes to support a local business. And this Thursday, I'm pretty sure it was the King's Lens, I believe. Yes, it um, was. 
And so that's a great way. Like I said, like you get a pizza and you also support a business. Um, and so I think it's great that everybody's trying to pitch in and help each other. Um, it's the one, like one of the few good things we can take about out of this. Like it's kind of bringing us together a little bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, let's get into the questions. Okay, so it was my t- I I stepped up and got some questions for the first time. Um, so what's your favorite thing you own and why? You go first. Oh, okay. <laughs> or I will, I guess. Um, my, I, um, when my grandma passed away, I was given her gold earrings, um, and she used to wear them all the time. So I would say that, that that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing I own. Yeah, it's a really good one. Uh, I asked this question and then didn't really think. Don't worry, it doesn't need to be something special though. Max is probably his like gooseberry beach sweatshirt. Yeah, it's a nice sweatshirt. Um, I don't don't know. Um, hmm. (laughs) Favorite thing I own? I don't know. Probably like uh, my hockey skates. That's good. They're nice hockey <laughs> they're skates. Very, they're very comfortable and uh, very practical. Good. So, yeah. I like it. I love it. Or my hockey stick, something like that. Or maybe my hat, my Island Boys hat. You wear you that a lot. Featured in the shirts lot. if you guys... Uh... Are there still any of those available? There are a lot of it. Well, not a lot, but at least four available. Come on, guys. Buy a shirt. <laughs> they're awesome. Next question. Now, this is similar. If money was no object, what would you buy? I think I would get a chef. Ooh, that's a good one. Like a personal chef? I I think I would buy a hockey rink. That's cool. That'd be cool. (laughs) I'd like to have a swimming pool in our backyard. Yeah, a swimming pool would be nice, too. But I think I'd go with the chef. Not that you can, like, buy a chef literally, like... But like you know what I mean. Chef, a paid yes. chef. <laughs> anyway, um, next question. And then, which celeb would you want as your best friend, and why? This is so hard, honestly. Oh, wait, did we do this? I don't think we did. Best friend, no. We did something with a celeb because I said. Paul it said, Ryan. which one do we think is most down to earth? Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is similar. Um, celeb as my best friend. I think Paul Rudd, eh, he's too old though. I need like a best friend who's my age. Yeah, you need someone who's your age, which makes it hard because I don't know any like cool celebrities who are my age. Like I'm trying to think of like, a like all the celebrities that like I like are older. Um, um, I was thinking maybe Tom Holland for me. I don't know who that is. Spider-Man. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. He seems like a really cool guy and, uh. He's, like, around my age. That's good. So I think my answer would be Tom Holland. Sick accent, too, so. Um, I'm trying to think, and nothing is really coming to mind. Um, I have to say, I'd, I, like, I feel like I'd go for someone. Like, I always see people in movies, and then, like, I look them up, and they're actually a lot older now. You know, all the classic movies. Like, yeah. It'd be pretty cool to be friends with, like, young Leonardo DiCaprio, but I wouldn't want to be friends with him now. No, definitely not. <laughs> I mean, no, sorry. I pro- I bet he's a nice guy and he'd be cool to be friends with. I'm sorry. I'm saying if I had to choose a single yeah. one. I'm sure you're awesome, Leo. Um, anyways, <laughs> I guess I will go with I'm gonna have to sleep on that one. That's a good one to ask though, because that's when you really yeah, have no, to think about. I'll ask that one. And back to so we just did a poll for yesterday's. Mm-hmm. Um, would you rather be too hot all the time or too cold? 
and too cold all the time won 63% to 37. Wow. Um, wait, hold on. Oh, I accidentally posted the story twice. Oh. <laughs> so, so on the first one, um, too hot all the time won, and the second one, too cold all the time won. Oh, dear um, Mac. Not, what's nine plus eight is uh, 17. 12 plus 7. Okay, so the second one had more votes. So too cold all the time, one for real. All right, that's what <laughs> both of us said. Um, Okay, I feel like that. Oh, one more thing. I don't think we've gotten any voicemails yet, but if you want to call 401-569-6287 and leave a mo- voicemail um, saying which takeout you've had that you enjoyed while in quarantine, Please do. We're gonna be reading. Yeah. We're gonna be playing them tomorrow if there's any. Um, <laughs> if there's any, maybe I'll leave a voicemail. Yeah, secretly. I'm gonna tell <laughs> my family to leave voicemails. Come on, guys, don't do this to me. We gotta show them we actually have listeners. Um, alrighty, so that is it for uh, our quotes. Oh, quotes, quotes. Um, so you go first. I have a quote from quoteambition.com. It doesn't credit anyone. But it says, stay strong, even when it feels like everything's falling apart. And if that doesn't relate to now, then I don't know what does. Um, Mine is, you can find magic wherever you look. Sit back and relax. All you need is a book, Dr. Seuss. Dr. Um, Seuss. And how true, guys, you can go on crazy adventures. You can travel all over the world just by sitting down and reading a good book. And I'm a big proponent of reading a good book because I personally love reading. And I know Mac does, too. So let's end on that. We can't wait to see you tomorrow. Have a – you'll probably uh, listen to this Friday because it's kind of late. So either have a good um, night – Thursday night or a good Friday day. Uh, You guys are great. Stay Stay safe. safe.